Your marketing funnel does not need to be so complicated. So, so many people get overwhelmed with creating a marketing strategy for their business that they stop and they never get started. And then they're so disappointed when they don't meet, reach their goals with selling the amount of services they want and reaching and impacting the number of people they want. In today's episode, I'm going to give you the simple three-step system to get your marketing on track and delivering results. So let's dive into this week's show. Hey there, I'm Elisa Connor, ex-corporate marketer turned entrepreneur. I escaped corporate to chase my passion a few years back. Each week on the Second Act Entrepreneur Show, we feature expert education, marketing insights, and mindset shifts that are going to help you create a profitable business so you can secure your legacy, ensuring that you thrive not only in your first career, but also your second act. Welcome to the Second Act Entrepreneur Show. While working with small businesses and entrepreneurs for the last 15 or so years, what I realized the number one factor between succeeding with your marketing and actually getting results and not succeeding is having a plan. Now, as an entrepreneur, I get it. I'm, I'm one of you. I understand that you are constantly bombarded by new ideas and new thoughts and new um, ways to go about not only promoting and advertising your business, but running your business and creating new offers and all of the things that we do as entrepreneurs. But having the discipline and diving in and creating a plan for how you're going to get in front of people, stick with them until they're ready to purchase, and then actually converting them into a paying client is going to make all the difference between whether or not you have a successful business or you're struggling. And so I wanted to give you a three-step formula that works not only for me, but works for my clients to achieve those results. Oftentimes, implementing just this simple system has increased their revenue by three or four times. So what would that mean to your business to have three or four times the revenue that you have right now? In most cases, it's going to be a huge difference, even if that's just, you know, three or four hundred dollars in increasing your sales. So this, the system is simple and I made it simple for a reason so that you can remember it as you're going through it. And I highly recommend writing down your plan. And so oftentimes this is called a marketing strategy. And so some people don't understand what a marketing strategy is and they don't want to ask because they feel like they should know what that is already. But a marketing strategy is just simply creating a plan for how are you going to take people through a journey to buy from you. And so I made it really simple by using the ABCs. Everybody knows the ABCs. And if you can keep the ABC system in your mind as you're going through um, creating your own strategy, then it will be easier for you to remember to do it when you're creating marketing um, pieces. And so to help you document that, so you have it written down because there is something between connecting our brain and um you know, actually handwriting something out or typing something out that creates a kind of like a, a record track in our brain of what we should be focused on, what we should be doing. And it keeps us moving in the right direction instead of getting taken off track by a new idea, a new offer, a new plan, a new, you know, the new um, trend that's happening for marketing. And so I've created a guide for you to go along with this and some future episodes that are coming as well. And it's a strategy guide simply so that you have a place to document, create and write, and then reflect on 
your strategy. You can find that on my website at elisaconnor.com forward slash strategy dash guide. And I'll have the link for that below um, this video in the show notes. So what's the ABC system? I mean, come on, how simple could it really be that simple? And it is. So the A stands for attract, and this is where you're attracting your audience. This can be done in a lot of different ways. Um, it can be done with um, social media posts, engaging on social media. And when I say posts, I mean, you could be doing a live video stream. You could be creating a video like this that people watch later. You could be creating a podcast. You could be creating an actual post with an image. You could be creating a story or a reel or a TikTok video. All of those things are ways to get your name out there and start to engage with people that you want to work with and get them to notice who you are. Now, I do a lot of research for these episodes simply because I want you guys to know what's happening. And I ran across a couple of surveys recently um, that I want to share with you the latest and greatest. And so with um, getting your brand notice, it actually takes five to seven impressions before somebody even take, gets an awareness of who you are. That doesn't mean they know who you are. That means that they are like, oh, I've seen them before. And if you think about this, when you're watching television, if you're not watching Netflix, but you're watching regular television and you start to see ads, you'll notice that if you're watching a show or a movie, they play the same ads the entire time because they're brilliant marketers. They have figured out they need to put the same thing in front of you five, six, seven, 20 times to the point where you have it memorized and it's annoying. But guess what? The next time you go to buy ice cream, you're going to remember, oh, they have those new ice cream bars by Nestle. And you'll probably go and check them out. Whether you buy them or not is another thing, but you have an awareness of their brand because they put it in front of you so many times. We need to do that same thing with our own businesses. We need to remember people need to see us a bunch of times. They're not just going to see one post and go, oh yeah, I know who they are. It doesn't work that way. We have a very distracted world. People are um, busy with their own lives. They're busy with their own problems. And it's going to take a little bit of, hey, I'm over here for people to notice, which leads me to another point when it comes to the attraction model. A lot of times people get overwhelmed and they think they need to create new content all the time. They need to create new posts. They need to create new um, blogs, new podcast episodes, all of those things. But in reality, you can repurpose a lot of those things to go over several platforms. And the likelihood that someone is going to read your email, read your blog post and read your social media post is pretty much nil. Like it's not going to happen. And if they do happen to see that same post and see the same things that you're talking about, it's only going to start to create that groove in their mind about who you are. And so I want to take away the misnomer that you might have running around in your head. I know I had it in my head for a long time in thinking that we have to create new stuff all the time. And the reality is, is that the brain can only handle so much new information and we're actually doing ourselves a disservice by trying to make our customers' brains remember and connect the dots about what we do. Whereas if we just kind of not necessarily post the same post every time, but we talk about the same content and we talk about um, the same 
realm of that content, people are going to be more likely to remember who we are and what we do. And so it takes at a minimum five to seven impressions for them to remember you. And so it takes even longer for them to get comfortable enough to actually want to buy from you. And so that leads us to the B of our ABC system. And that is to build a relationship. And building a relationship, you're like, how do I build a relationship with people I've never met? Well, it's very similar to walking into a networking meeting or a um, conference or any other event that you might go to. What would you do? You would introduce yourself, tell people about what you do, and find some common ground. A lot of times, though, when we're in the online world, we try to rush that relationship. And that is the detriment to us getting the sale or not getting the sale, which leads me to the second survey that I found recently. Um, And I've talked about this survey multiple times on different podcast episodes and also in some of my social posts. It was so eye-opening to me that I kind of keep harping on it a little bit because it's so relevant to you as well. And that is that only 97% of people are actually, or I'm sorry, 2%, 2 to 3% of people are actually ready to purchase when they find your brand. That means you have another 97% of people that either aren't looking or aren't ready to buy. And that is a huge opportunity for you during this B stage of your process for your marketing strategy because it enables you and it empowers you to come up with a way to stay in front of them. And so, of course, my ultimate favorite, if you've been on uh, following me for very long, is email marketing. Because when you have email marketing in your repertoire, your plan to build a relationship, it gives you the power to show up in front of those people on a regular basis and share information, create value, and then best of all, promote your services to them when you're ready to launch a program or you have a promotion or you have um, an event coming up that you want them to come to versus what happens in most cases is we just start emailing people when we're getting ready to launch or we just start emailing people when we have a new product to sell. And that feels the same way as it feels for you to walk onto a used car lot before this year, because it's totally different, but (laughs) used car lot and be attacked by salespeople. Now, um, I'm going to have to come up with a different example because we recently purchased a car and and, uh, it's a totally different buying experience from what it used to be because there's such a limited inventory um, that the power is 100% shifted towards the dealer versus the customer. And so I don't know if you've had that experience lately, but we had to purchase a car recently for my um, one of my twins. And going through that process was uh, very eye-opening. There's no vehicles in the dealership because they can't get the inventory and the cars that are there are highly coveted um, and also um, extremely they're priced extremely well for the, for the dealer and not the purchaser. So, um, and I'm sure if you've been in that situation, you are, you, you can relate to that very well, but nobody wants to be pushed into purchasing when they're not ready is the moral of the, of the sto- of, of the story. So building into your sales funnel, your marketing funnel, 
a way to build the relationship is only going to help you stay, not only stay in front of those people, but to build the trust factor, which is how most people determine whether or not they're going to buy from you. And so there are other ways to build the trust factor, of course. Um, You can build those relationships on social media. You can build them through podcast um, even podcast episodes and videos and also, um, you know, blog posts. The thing is, is it takes longer because it's up to people, your potential customers to seek you out for that information versus you having the opportunity to actually just show up in their inbox and go, Hey, I'm still here. And, um, that's, that's the power of email marketing. That's why it is absolutely my favorite way to build a relationship with your customers. And I have people say, well, it doesn't work. And um, the reality is, is that it does work if you work it. (laughs) And so I want to challenge you if you have that mentality of email doesn't work is how much effort are you putting into your email marketing? Um, And if you're just doing uh, the minimal effort, then of course, you're not going to see results. But that's a topic for another day. We want to continue going through the ABC process here so that we can get to the conversion piece. And so building that relationship, you know, it follows suit m- many of the attracted attraction methods. Um, one that I did not really talk or dive into in the attraction mode is advertising, but you can also use advertising in the B area of building the relationship. And that is by following up people that have clicked on a link or showed interest in an event you're holding, or perhaps they put an item in their cart if you have a, a physical product. And people don't realize that you can retarget those people using advertising. I don't want to go into that and overwhelm you too much, but I did want to let you know that that is also a carryover from the attraction piece of this model. And so if you're building out that strategy, you need to see what's going to work best for your business. And then also, um, I always say start simple. Start simple, and then you can always tweak and add in and make things different as you go through and test to see what is working and what is not working. And so you've probably already guessed what the C step of the ABC sales funnel is, and that is customers, creating customers. And so a lot of times what I find is that people will do the A step and they'll do the B step and they're doing really good and they never get to putting their offer out there. And if people don't know that they can buy from you or you don't tell them what you have for sale or you don't somehow sell your product or service, in most cases it's services um, or, or online products for those that follow me. Um, but in regardless, if you don't tell them, hey, this is what I've got, they can't ever buy from you. And there's sometimes there's a feeling, um, especially for people coming out of corporate that have not been in a sales role, it can be uncomfortable to have to put your product and service out there. And so creating a plan about how you're going to do that and exactly when you're going to do it and how often you're going to do it in your strategy is going to make it easier for you. And the best part is, is it's also going to trigger in your mind. Oh yeah, I need to tell them that I have something that's for sale. Um, And a lot of times people forget, they don't realize that, oh yeah, people don't know that I'm selling this. And so um, you can do a lot of really good stuff by putting free content out there and attracting a new audience and building a relationship. But then if they don't know how to buy from you, they won't. 
and if they go through your funnels too long and you haven't tried to sell to them, they'll just go buy it from someone else because now they know the value. And so don't do yourself the disservice of not telling them how to work with you and um, giving them the options to do that. And so that's it. That's what a sales funnel is. Now, if I had to add one more piece in here, it doesn't really follow the ABC formula, but that is to track what's working and what's not working. So it would probably be an E for evaluate. So no D, just ABCE, we're gonna skip D. Um, and this is really important because people don't evaluate what is working and what isn't working. And that's when investments um, get out of hand, advertising costs go crazy, and people don't see ROI. And most often when I work with people, this is the number one complaint that, oh, I invested in this and it didn't work. Were you measuring what you wanted and where you wanted to be? Because if you weren't and you weren't creating metrics for what it worked means, you can't ever reach those goals. And so that's what the power of having a strategy is. Setting those goals, setting action steps to reach those goals, and then evaluating whether or not they're working or not. And so um, once again, I want to offer to you that there is a, a written guide to go with this. It's a free download. I think it's about five pages. There's lots of space for you to write out what you want to do, your goals, um, your action steps, all of those things that we talked about in this episode. And you can go grab your free copy so that you can actually have a written copy that you can reference and you can work through. Um, and you can do it as many times as you want, because as you create additional offerings or you create new um, promotions, you may have to go through this, not you may, you will have to go through this, this strategy more than once. So keep it on file and reuse it again and again. So you can go and grab your copy of that at alisaconnor.com forward slash strategy dash guide. And I'll put the link for that in the show notes. Um, go grab that. And then I would love to hear from you over on social, how it's working for you. Did you get the guide completed? Did you get stuck anywhere? Or um, did you find success? Hopefully you find success. I know if you work the system and you do um, the process, it will work for you. But sometimes we get in our own way and we don't get that far. So go grab the guide. It's gonna help you take action right now today and get going on your strategy for not only Q2, Q3, but through the rest of the year and maybe even to, into next year. It's not too late. You still have time. And this guide is gonna help you get to your goals. So until next week, I look forward to seeing you, but uh, I really wanna hear how you're taking action on this. So come, come connect with me either on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram, um, whichever your favorite platform is. I spend the most time on LinkedIn, so come find me on LinkedIn and let me know how your strategy guide is coming along and if you run in, into any hiccups in the meantime. Until then, be well, take care, and I'll see you soon. Did you miss something during the podcast? Maybe forgot to take notes? No worries, we've taken all the notes for you. All the resources, links, and information in this episode you can find over at alisaconner.com forward slash podcast. That's A-L-I-S-A-C-O-N-N-E-R dot com forward slash podcast. Looking forward to seeing you next week.